This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. We have a lot of momentum right now. We have a lot of uh, belief. We have a lot of uh, buy-in. It's emotional. It's so Everything is so high right now. And if we come out there, when we come out there, and we do what we're supposed to do, then you, you're going to see everyone be actually believe, believe in the process, you know? First is, you know, you might say, okay, uh, buy-in day-to-day, I mean, day-by-day day and stuff like that. But when it results in a W, then people don't doubt it no more. You know, there's no doubt in what we need to do. It's not even that little voice in your ear. Of that little voice in your mind that tells you, oh, you know, maybe not, you know. But when you back it up with a W and then you back it up with another W, that's what matters. So we have to win this game. We have to play our best football this game. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, Nate Klaus. Pleased to bring in Husker Online intern Mike Wheeler, as you just heard from Mohamed Barry on why getting off to a good start this season is important. But now it's time for the mailbag. Mike, we won't waste any time. What do you have to start us out with this week? All right, so uh, Trent Hickson was just recently uh, offered a scholarship here. Uh, how many more walk-ons and who are we expected to uh, be rewarded scholarships? They have two, and Nebraska is not in a hurry to just rush to those decisions. Um, they are, I think, going to kind of let some things play out on the field um, before they kind of make a definitive announcement. But I would think you have uh, Isaac Armstrong in contention for one of those, maybe Chase Erbach, the long snapper, um, obviously Wyatt Mazur, who got one last August, is trying to get one here this August again. I don't know. Am I missing anyone, Nate or Robin? Mm, Joey Johnson? Joey Johnson as yeah. a two-deeper, but he could be a guy. Like they, What they do is they'll put guys on what's called a December to August scholarship, so second semester in summer. They don't advertise it or publicize it because it just confuses people and people freak out. You're giving up spots in the recruiting class for this? And it's it's not that. Yeah. I've been told people like when I do the emotional <laughs> pan, panic fan voice. Um, but they do, they do a lot of that. So if there's like 10 or 12 guys that graduate and move on, 10 or 12 walk-ons will get a December – to August scholarship, which that's a pretty dang good deal. Yeah, I would assume Isaac Armstrong is a no-brainer. I mean, he's the starting punter going into week one. What if he struggles, though, and price step is really well? That's the thing. They left that open. Yeah. Like, they're going <clears> to <throat> evaluate it. And, I mean, there's a, still a chance that uh, price step could still come in and, you know, play a little bit. Uh, so, you know, I think that he's probably the, the only Isaiah Stalbert? Yeah. yeah Stalbert's in the two deep. He's gotten he's been getting some talk, but I just wonder about those those walk on safeties. You know, they're up there at the two deep in the depth chart, but for how long? Yeah. I mean, Noah Pola Gates is here for a reason and maybe it's just a matter of time. Yeah, I, I, you're you're most likely correct <laughs> there. Um, not to take anything away from what Isaiah Stalbert has done, but uh, the interesting thing about it is even with uh, with Trent Hickson, Greg Austin said he wasn't sure if he was immediately on or if that was a December to August deal. Um, so, you know, it's I, immediate. Okay, and Scott Frost announced Friday that he's on for the rest of his career. Okay, so yeah. he's got he's got a full three year boat now. Nice. Yeah, good for him. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would think Armstrong, but um, you know, it's Urbach is a, I mean, safe kind of a coin flip with with a couple other guys. All right, what do you got next, Mike? All right, so uh, who are your under the radar guys, both on offense and defense, that the fans should look out for that they may not know about? I'll try to just take one because if I take like seven, everyone's gonna get mad at me because I'll take all of your guys's, but. I use that to try to think of some names too as I was trying to <laughs> come up with my thoughts here, but. Under the radar, I kind of think Wyatt Mazur will, will get some opportunities and at least show you why he's been a serviceable five-year player in this program. 
and you know could help this team in just small roles not big roles but small roles you know with uh, the development with like Andre Hunt and then the questions you know surrounding Maurice Washington uh, I would assume that Miles Jones is going to have an opportunity to play a lot in a couple different spots. I mean, he could play receiver, he could play running back. They can utilize him in a lot of different ways, similar to that Wandell Robinson mold that, you know, I think just by nature of that versatility, he's going to have a lot of uh, opportunity to see the field come game day. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think I mentioned Miles Jones in our chat uh, last Tuesday. I think Ramir Johnson could be one of those guys as well. Uh, I think he's really impressed this fall camp and, and is going to be you know a freshman that, that definitely gets, uh, gets a number of, of looks. On defense, even though he's a black shirt, I, I think he's not a guy that, that people talk about a whole lot as Colin Miller. I think, I think he's somebody that, that could definitely you know turn some heads uh, be, just because at the level that he's playing at supposedly – um, is has been uh, phenomenal throughout fall camp. We're taking your questions in the mailbag with Husker online intern Mike Wheeler. All right, so I'm going to tweak this question a little bit, and I think there's only three real answers that you guys can pick from here. But uh, what home game are you guys looking forward to the most? Uh, I mean, there, there's three big ones. Obviously, Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Iowa. But I think Ohio State is the must for me just because if Nebraska is 4-0, the program will be on a home stage that they haven't been on arguably – in a long time. I mean, you can say 07 USC. I mean, you, you can look back at maybe some of those Pelini home games that were big in the early years of Pelini, but college game day could be back here for the first time since 07 in Lincoln. And, you know, that, that that's saying something when you look at the gap from 07 to 2019. Yeah, I think it's Ohio State without really much question for all those reasons above. But also – uh, that night before is the Husker Hoops Ooh, opening night. That's your night, baby. It's not only the unofficial debut uh, in Lincoln of Fred Hoiberg and his new team, but also Rick Ross Rick is Ross. coming to Pinnacle Bank Arena to turn it up. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think Ohio State is, is kind of the no-brainer. Um, if I were going to pick another one, I, I would say Iowa uh, because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think – It's a rivalry now. Yeah, it's a rivalry now, um, and, and they've they've definitely had their way with Nebraska. Plus, I think at the end of the year, you know, that's more than likely going to be a, a game that you have to win. And so I, I think – That could be a first shot to Indy. Yeah, that, there could be an awful lot riding on that game. Whereas if you did lose against Ohio State, that doesn't kill your season. But I, I think that Iowa game could very well uh, make be a make or Break type of deal, and that's a one thirty kick. I love that kick time. Yeah. I mean, that's an old school, traditional one. I mean, you don't see it. We haven't had a one thirty. Yeah, when kick was the last time that happened? BTN's gonna blow that day out and yep. center it around that game. All right, Mike, we got time for about two more. What do you have? All right, so this will be the last week that I can ask this. Uh, but uh, Vegas has the over under for wins at eight and a half. What are you guys taking? Over. I got at least nine. Oh, at yeah, least nine. At least well, nine. I, I'm at nine. My baseline right now, my today prediction, I feel comfortable saying nine and three. Yeah, I've I've had a bit too much Kool Aid, so I'll say over, and I think nine. I think they go nine. Has anyone? Have you heard anybody say ten and two? Like I, I feel like everyone's been like, I'm going to be overly optimistic, but not too nuts, and say nine and three. But I've heard nobody say they're going to go eleven and one or ten and two. But mm-hmm. the Vegas odds today have Nebraska favored in eleven out of twelve games. There are people on the Husker Online message board that have been guaranteeing ten wins for several weeks now yep. if not longer so <laughs> some of those there, people guaranteed well, for every staff there are people like that but yeah i think modestly eight to nine is realistic and that's why the line is what it is but i'm going to say nine yeah i'm gonna i'll, I'll take the over there i, I kind of feel like 
I feel like seven is is the floor and, and ten is probably the ceiling here. But I, I do think that the way things are trending and the way you know everything that we've been able to to hear and see and whatnot out of fall camp, I, I feel pretty confident that they should be able to get to nine. All right, final question, Mike Wheeler. What do you have? All right, so uh, we'll get back to some story time here. Maybe uh, so since the off season is just about over now, what was the longest off season in your memory, and maybe any stories you can share? All right, guys, I'm going to say kind of a, a random one, but I think last year, uh, not this off season, but the year before, just because Scott Frost was coming back to Lincoln, Nebraska didn't go to a bowl game, and there was just so much anticipation and buildup, and then you had the season opener canceled uh, by lightning. Um, so last season to me was about as long as it gets because of all those circumstances. Right. That's a good one. So uh, for me, it's probably got to be going into year two of Mike Riley in 2016 when uh, obviously the Sam Fultz tragedy happened and then Teak Williams uh, gets busted for DUI and they had all this recruiting drama and it just seemed like one thing after another uh, was f- falling against Nebraska and they, they did start the year uh, undefeated, I think, going into Wisconsin, but then uh, it quickly fell apart into total disaster after that. I will go, I'll go with the, the, basically the, the hiatus or kind of the, the wait uh, following the, the firing of Riley and the hiring of Frost. I mean, just the anticipation and everything, all the hype surrounding last season, uh, you know, and, and then obviously the, the first six games of, of last year, that oh. was just kind of added to the long off season a little bit there. But um, yeah, out of, out of recent memory, I'd, I'd probably go with that one. All right, Mike, thanks again here for the mailbag. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, when we come back, we're going to close the show with some recruiting talk with Nate Klaus, that's next here. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.